Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and other. We are glad that you have stuck with us this far. This may be our absolutely best show yet. Um, yes. So yes. much that yeah, this I'm, will probably be two shows. It will probably. Be I, two I think shows. I'll post them like within a, a maybe together when we do the. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I'm um, for for our younger listeners. I'm going to give you a brief description of something before. Before we really get into it, um, tonight's presentation is a review of the movie Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper. Now, for those that don't know who D.B. Cooper is, back in 1971, D.B. Cooper was a mysterious hijacker, the first one ever, I do believe, who demanded a parachute, a boatload of money, and enough fuel to get to Mexico. And somewhere over the American Northwest, like Washington State or something, he opened up the back door of the plane and jumped out. Nobody's seen him since. Nobody knows who he was because the press got the name on the ransom note wrong and a whole <laughs> bunch of other things. So he was called for decades D.B. Cooper before somebody actually went back in the FBI, looked at the note and went, it's Dan Cooper. <laughs> and the trail has gone cold although they have found some of the money but that is what who db cooper is in this movie yeah yeah uh and um it's there's a ton of videos on youtube if you want to learn more about the guy because they that i mean they they have just slowly like built up and figured out a lot of things over the years oh yeah it's so. a fascinating subject but tonight's subject was Paul's fault or Paul's <laughs> masterpiece. I think it's my greatest achievement to... in my lifetime, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, Tom, you may, I, I know you're excited, but would you like to introduce us, maybe? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about this film. I know but you as always with me are Kelvin Roach Hi. and Paul Hogue. Hello. <laughs> all right shall shall paul, i kick this off yes paul you get us going all right all right so we have this movie <laughs> and honestly i just saw like a little bit about it when i chose it which is one of the things that makes it this so fun uh and and i'm going to also start with with a, a little detour here because Tom and Cal and I have been doing this bad movie night thing for literally decades, okay? About 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's certain, I don't know if we've ever listed them all together, but there's three or four movies that are absolutely our unwritten Hall of Fame. Yeah. The top, mm -hmm. the top being uh, a little movie called Torture Dungeon. Yeah. And there's several others that go, you know, uh, 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 
Monster A Go Go is right up there at the top. There's, mm-hmm. there's two or three yeah. others that we could probably you know the that Italian Star Wars movie or whatever I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always forget the name of it. I always have to look it up. It and uh, it's and probably one or two Santo movies could make the list also. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. Night Flight it's now carrying eight Santo movies. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd mention that. But this one, I think. This is going to end up in our Hall of Fame. I really I believe you, right? Absolutely. And and uh, uh, oh my God! So uh, all right. So the movie is uh, Bigfoot versus DB Cooper. First of all, and uh, as I mentioned to the guys in in uh, in text earlier, this is the first movie that actually lives up to the name, because indeed Bigfoot does eventually face off against DB Cooper. <laughs> so there will be so. I'm telling you right now, this is all spoilers, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, hey, they named the movie. That's what it is. Um, also, uh, the the other name of the movie could be uh, uh, Six Hunky Guys or Five Hunky Guys and That One Other Guy. Uh, <laughs> this is, there are no women. Well, that's not true. There are a couple of women that show up very momentarily, but... They're clearly just to get us to looking at hunky guys for the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, I didn't realize until I watched the credits, Linnea Quigley, uh, one of the great screen queens of all time, uh, most famous probably for uh, Re- Return of the Living Dead when she did the dance on the... Um, uh, sh- she strips down and does the dance in the cemetery... Uh, one of the girls. oh yeah that's yeah. Right. yeah she was the stewardess on db cooper's plane oh and, we, didn't, we didn't even see her face though did we did no we i don't think we did i don't i don't yeah. think they ever showed her and uh and i think there's one other woman who's there for one line and they literally just like like get ready we got to get to the guys so <laughs> so the movie opens with uh a a shirtless hunk in bike shorts and he's running through the woods, uh, carrying a rifle, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I think is a twenty-two rifle, which is apparently the only weapon you use to go turkey hunting with, although nobody's ever been turkey hunting with a twenty-two. Uh, the uh, He's <laughs> running through the woods. By the way, he has beautifully slicked down hair. Yeah. And, and then well, the narrator... He- you gotta, you gotta though. Uh, you know, keep in mind that this was set in 1971. Not that there's any clue to that anywhere, <laughs> other than there was so it. much wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They say because the narrator says right away, this is you know it takes place in 19 at the same time this guy is running. DB Cooper's getting on a plane and taking off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and he's talking about it, and it's really folksy narration, and it turns out it's by Eric Roberts. Now, uh, Eric Roberts is a gr- is actually a, a, a really good actor. He's gotten you know nominations for minor uh, you know awards, although he I think he may have gotten an a a, a best as supporting actor nomination years ago for Pope of Greenwich Village, which is a really good movie. He's, he's uh, um, 
Julia Roberts' brother, he doesn't have to do this. He apparently did it because he's either, one, desperate for more Coke money, or he just loves movies that much because he's been in <laughs> hundreds of bad movies since then. Yeah. And and he's providing this. He's the older Bernie. Bernie is the guy who is running. You don't mm-hmm. really get that his name is Bernie until like halfway through the movie. Right. Uh, so, and he's talking over, and, and like Bernie doesn't talk anything like the older Eric, the you know, older Bernie, <laughs> who's like, well, you know what? I, I remember back in 1971, I believe it was. And it's like, well, this is nothing like this guy, you know? <laughs> so he's running through the woods and, and, uh, there's music playing and it starts getting kind of ominous sounding music and then there's growling. And then you get a mm-hmm. few flashes of Bigfoot. And this it, goes it's on. It's a silhouette, though. It's a silhouette. Yeah, it's mostly and, a silhouette. You, like you kind of see a little bit. Yeah. yeah, a tiny <laughs> bit of hair, but that's about it. You're right. And this goes <laughs> on for the first 10 minutes and 45 seconds. Other than a little bit of narration, that's all there is. For 10 minutes and 45 seconds. It's yes. B-roll of Hunky Boy um, and uh, occasionally... A, a, a Mario Lopez lookalike running through the yeah, woods. Yeah, yeah, he looked a lot... That's, turkey hunting. Uh, that's right, yeah. turkey hunting. Yeah. Now, you find this out because he runs up to a this mansion, okay? Which, which is supposed to be a secluded lodge in the Pacific Northwest. And he thought it was abandoned. <laughs> which he tells the first guy who comes out, which for a long time I kind of identified everybody as, well, this is hunk number one, this is hunk number two, because there are five shirtless hunks that walk out and display themselves on the front porch, and most of them will not wear a shirt the entire movie. Uh, I say five, I should say four and a friend of the producers, because there's, because <laughs> like four of them are cut, and literally, <laughs> a lot of time is spent with with the camera focusing on their abs for several <laughs> minutes at a time. Yes, but not the one guy. Uh, Is that like a little beer pooch? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I think that that, that was, uh, and I had finally gotten his name later. I forget what it was, is. Wait a minute. Was he the guy who had like the burr cut? No, that was, uh, that's the guy that got killed in the shower. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, no, the, the burr cut the guy, guy who got Morgan. killed by the pool. Yes. Yeah, who, okay. Who, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's horribly unhealthy or anything like that. I mean, he's slender, but... He actually does poses in front of a mirror, as do the other shirtless hunks in their <laughs> underwear, for several minutes at a time. That's a good, that's act two of the movie. Act yeah, two it's of about, the movie. It's about 15 minutes of these guys <laughs> taking off their pants, standing in front of a mirror in their in their briefs. Boxer briefs. The, but well, they were just regular briefs. They were all I, I saw was just regular, you know, tidy whities. Yeah. Uh, but they, but apparently they only have like two guns because uh, one of the guns has a scope, the other does not. Yeah, that's they're not true. much bigger. They're not much larger than a Daisy rifle. Yeah. 
and they do they try to do these <laughs> these action poses with their rifles while just standing in front of a mirror in their drawers. And it's clear none of them have ever held a gun before. No. No, not, not at no. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so after the 11 Says minutes the of eye three candy... three guys from down south, you know. <laughs> we were raised with guns in our hands. Yeah, they've been down south. But no, no, they... Uh, so, the 11, so it's 11 minutes of the first hunk. Uh, they have the title card. He finally gets to the house. The first hunt comes out and is talking to him. And he goes, oh, you turkey hunting? Yeah, let's go turkey hunting. Okay, it sounds great. Hey, you want to come in and have a beer? Yeah, sure. The other hunks are out there. And the other, and the, and, you know. Well, they I step call... out on the porch and they start posing. Yes. <laughs> now, at this point, I need to stop us from getting <laughs> lambasted by everybody else out there in the world <laughs> the three of us do not have anything against anyone of any sexual orientation oh, whatsoever we love everybody except that one guy yeah that one guy <laughs> we're not going to talk about him but uh, we're we, going to talk about him that, that's that's for sure. yeah, we always talk about him anyway <laughs> we're, we're not going to we're we're, we're making fun of the film, not the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. Which apparently the lifestyle in this case is just posing because that's all that ever happens except for one scene, which is later in the film. We'll get to that. Uh, so uh, so anyway, so they've all, uh, and all of them basic, basically have, new, none of them have long hair. It's 1971. Okay. Yes, yeah. right. They've right. all got gorgeous. And they all look like Mario Lopez, basically. They they, they look like uh, if you've ever been to um, uh, what what are what's one of those uh, chain haircut places like Prime Supercuts? Supercuts. They look clips. like the guys in the Supercuts pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With perfect and and product filled hair. You know, <laughs> which did not exist in 1971. Which did not exist. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, okay, here's something that, we, of course, we were kids in 71, but we remember watching the TV shows and the movies. When you saw guys without a shirt on, they were some hairy motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> everybody <laughs> went up to Magnum PA. I mean, yeah, oh, I everybody in the movie has had like the. Apparently had a wax had a, had a body wax job before coming on camera they just before are, because you know these guys were aerodynamic. Oh, no, they are smooth. smooth. <laughs> and they, well, one of them, which we'll probably talk, we are going to talk about later. I know which one we're going to talk about, but you can actually see the stubble sticking off of his skin. The <laughs> so <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and the only things that were missing from this whole thing was Ron Jeremy, who was in our last movie. Yes, and so and he was. He, he should have been in this one. He really should. Have. Okay. But 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 think about it. But, but given the fact that everybody else is waxed down, do we want to see a waxed down Ron Jeremy? We just needed Ron Jeremy in this film to give it. <laughs> he, he could balance out the hair quotient in the there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the hedgehog was needed. Yeah, yeah. Um. So 
now there's more. Oh, by the way, there's more jogging before the hunt takes place. Yeah. And uh, uh, again, shirtless jogging. Um, it's more. Uh, Bigfoot is apparently watching them closely, but keeping his distance. And you can yeah. tell Bigfoot is there. One, because occasionally you see a little bit of a, 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 like a shadow shot of him, if you will. And a couple of times he literally grabs a sapling and just shakes it. Yeah. And, and, and he constantly growls and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not quiet for a second. Which I oh, yeah. Like, like when, when Mario Lopez 1 and Mario Lopez 2 were, 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 <laughs> Running through the on the trail, the concrete trail through the middle of the woods, turkey hunting, yeah, shirtless and in Nikes, which I don't believe had been invented yet, not the red ones anyway, at least, yeah. And and you hear Bigfoot growl, it's, it's very <laughs> prominent, right? And one guy goes, What? And the other guy goes, I thought I heard something. It's like, you couldn't help but hear anything. <laughs> I did notice that, and I wish I'd written down the time signature, but there's one point, I think, uh, that we hear a growl. I want to say it's during the pose-offs <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, that uh, they use the MGM lion growl. I swear yeah. to God. Like, I hear, yeah. ah, rah, rah. It's like, wait a minute. That's the MGM line. Right? <laughs> um, they, uh, they get back to the house. They, uh, after they, you know, get scared, they go back. Um, oh, and by the way, one of the two joggers in this place is the other guy. The one who's not quite hunky. And actually, when you look at his face, he's not that good looking either. And he's clearly, <laughs> but he has the best lines because he's also the worst actor. <laughs> Which is, a, so, I mean, you know, he's got to be somebody's friend because he's not that good looking. He he doesn't stand up to the other, I mean, like, he tries to, like, puff his chest out several times, and it ain't working. And, yeah, because uh, his chest is concave. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he cannot, he cannot act. Uh, are we but, talking about the? Are we talking about the, the guy, the, the the shorter guy here? Yeah, the yeah. Cool now, now, not the real short one, the one I later called the Euro, because like he had like a Euro accent at one point, and then it kind of went away, which I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, you know, because the guy I'm thinking of when they, cause when when Bernie jogs up to the deserted cabin in the remote wilderness, which all the remote wildernesses guys. Our people's backyard. Yeah, that's right. That's the other. That's true. That he was never like more than fifteen feet from civilization during. His yeah, yeah. I mean, you actually see landscaping logs in the background of this remote wilderness. But anyway, when all these all these shirtless guys step out onto the front porch, you know, when that person goes, the first guy steps out. May we help you? You know, and like they've been watching the road for somebody to run out there. Well, all these guys come out and stand there without shirts on, except this one kid who looks like he's fourteen. Yeah, he he was that that was the Euro hunt. That's the one. Yeah, okay. He's he wearing a jacket. He, and yeah, pants. I know. I thought there was going to be a side thing of uh, this kid should not be here. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, back to wherever we were. Somebody's looking uh, for him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to wherever we were. Uh, so, well, so somewhere in all of this time, they cut the. Uh, 
DB Cooper getting passing the note. What? Yeah. Yeah. And and I swear to God, if if there was anybody else who look could look like Ron DeSantis wearing sunglasses, the guy playing <laughs> DB Cooper was. <laughs> Which they were actually pretty accurate with what what they said, where like yeah. he had to tell the stewardess, no, 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 you need to read the note now. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then he opens up the briefcase to show. Now I had to freeze my my tell my, my video so I could walk I up to the HD television to get a good look at the bomb. Because the bomb... Which was a broken wristwatch. <laughs> yeah. Some, some wrapping twine and, and the... Paper the, the towel paper rolls. Towels. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And which they've stuffed a little bit of paper into the ends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so it looks like dynamite. Now, I got to say, if you're just flashing this to a stewardess for about five seconds, that might be enough. You Possibly. Know. Okay, so, right. Okay. Know, but, but it was, you know... Had she taken a picture and walked back to the cabin, they would have said, "Man, fuck this guy. He's got paper. <laughs> He's got paper towel rolls and a busted ass watch. You know what? Just open the door and push him out. You know." And, and, and Paul noticed something about DB Cooper's sunglasses. Paul, I, yeah, I, I actually took photos of this. Uh, so while he's talking to the stewardess, I froze the. <laughs> There's, there's every, now at times he's moving around, but there's a couple of times where he freezes just for a second. And if you freeze the thing, then you can tell they have shot that scene inside somebody's house because on one lens, you can actually see windows in the background and what appears to be a car parked outside. And on the other lens, you can see the light fixture that is pointing at him. It's and a key guy, light, yeah. A guy with a baseball cap on, who's who's apparently the cameraman, as well as like uh, pictures, and it, it looks like it's in the house that they ended up shooting the other stuff later on in. But you know, you have to be careful when you're using mirrored <laughs> mirrored sunglasses because <laughs> you can see everything. And, and <laughs> like, like that you, photo of Kim Kardashian playing poker with mirrored glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got him this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will post this photo because it is yeah. so glorious. It's just, you can't help it. Uh, anyway, so they come back. So the two guys come back to the house. Um, they're gonna go turkey shooting. Uh, they actually say turkey shooting, and uh, uh, which that's when I learned turkey shooting may have more than one meaning. Okay, so, um, so DB Cooper's doing his thing. Gobble, right. gobble, gobble. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, we that is so bad. The film, it's not perfect. the lifestyle. Yeah, the that's film. right. That's right. <laughs> the, Sorry. Oh, uh, it's quite all right. So I've got. Uh, so uh, more notes that would be questionable to people uh, just picking up my iPad. Hunks, jogging. Bigfoot <laughs> apparently running with them. He occasionally shakes some saplings. Oh, that's the, the two guys. So they get back, and then one of the guys, before they all decide to go turkey. Oh, and Morgan, who is the guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll learn a lot about Morgan a little bit later. But Morgan's going to stay behind because he says he doesn't like killing animals. 
But uh, uh, one of the hunks says, uh, let the killings begin. And, <laughs> and the friend of the producer says, ditto. <laughs> and, I'm, and that's the first time I completely burst out laughing in this movie and had to stop the movie Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually rewound it to make sure I heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I played it like three times just because I was laughing that damn hard. Um, so now uh, Bigfoot is casing the house and he says, hey, if that bear's out there, because they, they think they may have heard a bear. Uh, yeah. I'm, he says, I got to make sure I'm taking my gear with me which he's holding the rifle now, which they had left them on the porch, you know, just because. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, he, he's holding it and he runs upstairs. And and so he's the, because he's the first one upstairs, he chooses his room. He goes to a room in the house. And by the way, they've apparently been staying in the house at least for a day or two before Bernie shows up. And, and they all walk around the house like they've never seen it before. Okay, uh, yeah. so here I have Hunk is posing, cosplaying someone hunting in his underwear in front of a mirror. Lots of ab and pec close-ups. Lots of 80s-style music. Yeah. This yeah. goes on for about five minutes. Then he puts on some shorts over his underwear and, you know, shoes and goes downstairs with no extra anything. He's got the gun that he brought upstairs, right? Yeah. Now yeah. the second guy, second hunk comes upstairs, goes to a different room, does the exact same thing. He's posing in his underwear in front of the mirror with the gun, five minutes. It's clear none of them have ever held a gun before. Also flexing. Uh, oh, oh, and, and this was the, the friend of the producer because he ain't got nothing to flex. He's like making <laughs> muscles and nothing happens, you know. Uh, so uh, was he, was he the one that had to stop and do push-ups to try to flex? Yes, and uh, it did no yeah. good. Um, third is the short boyish Euro hunk. This is when I completely lost it and started laughing my ass off in the movie. Uh, oh god oh god oh my god ha 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 oh my god and that was recorded onto uh onto my notes um and the reason i was laughing was because when when euro uh short euro dude comes up there he takes his shirt off the gun he is is resting like on a desk i think and he tosses his shirt and it knocks the gun to the floor, and he doesn't even react. I mean, I mean, it's perfectly caught in frame, and I fucking lost it at that point. That's kind of like a cat I've being happy in a couple of years, easily. Uh, that the movie that scene is enough to watch this movie for. Mm -hmm. uh, I finally, after I realized number four is, I don't know when this is going to stop, so I start fast-forwarding because I don't need to watch all the flexing. I could, you know, I'd pick up a pointer or two. Um, um, oh, and when he's posing in the mirror, behind him is the Rene Magritte painting of the guy in the in the bowler eating the apple. With the apple face, and yeah. it looks like yeah. he's watching the kid's ass the entire time. <laughs> 
Uh, and it's clear they're just trading off rifles before yeah, they go up yeah. there. Now, for the final final hunting scene, when they all go out, they all do have the same twenty two rifle. Uh, so I think they got some for the last shot of the last scene, but they were mm-hmm. clearly just handy. That's why they had to do one at a time <laughs> because they would have to hand off rifles to the next person. Uh, I, I know I'm going into a lot of detail here. I apologize, but uh, Bigfoot is somehow watching them. Yes, and and from everywhere, from everywhere, yeah. he's he's up on because. They go up to the second floor. He's up on second floor watching them through the window. Yeah, and, and this is something I noticed was this house, which was obviously not built in the 1971 era, is filled with natural light. It was You could tell this house was built to take advantage of natural light. Yeah, yeah. Because well, every time Bigfoot is there... It's always dark. Always. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's dark. You can't see his face. It's just dark all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter how well lit the person, because he's going to start picking these folks off, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't make any difference. He's still in darkness. And then there's a, you know, apparently he hits or scratches or whatever the guy, and he's still in darkness. You're right. Uh, okay, fourth guy comes up. That's a uh, fast forward. Although I will point out a lot of pink accents in that room. But each of them goes to a different room in the house to, to mm-hmm. do their flexing. 20 minutes that takes up. Okay. Yes. Now, shortly after, five of the six hunks, uh, they all go turkey hunting, right? And they break up into two teams. Morgan, who decides he doesn't want to kill animals. And then, by the way, is the most buff and most likely to be a gay porn star. I, I have not looked him up, but pretty sure if any of them are going to be gay porn stars, it's the guy who played Morgan. Because <laughs> now, Morgan decides... For, for, for people who are going to look this movie up, yeah, um, it was actually billed on one review site as being a gay horror film. <laughs> Yeah. Although nothing ever actually happens except for one little thing, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, you know, gay horror films, though, I this is a genre I didn't even know existed. If it did, we might ought to look a little bit into it just to see... Rule, what remember remember Rule 34. If it exists, there's porn for it. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> and, and World 34A is there's also horror films for it. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. by, the way, guys, oh, by the way, I just want to let everybody know we were th- we got three minutes to go. This tonight's review is gonna go into overtime. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a se- and we'll have a second round. And it will be glorious. Uh, <laughs> because because uh uh so well, we haven't even gotten to the good parts yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I mean Paul's fixation on the hunks over here. All right. I, I've got it out loud. I'm sorry, Paul. Oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 let me put my pants back on. All right. So, <laughs> um, so Bigfoot is watching them and Bigfoot is growling the whole time. And he's apparently getting more excited as, as you know, he's watched four hunks, you know, posing in their underwear in front of mirrors um, uh, and one of them he didn't look at very much because there's not a single close-up of this dude at all. 
Yeah. And uh, they're like, no, we cannot do a close-up on him. Um, uh, and and by the way, he had uh, he had uh, nipples like coasters, which is, was another thing. That's all I'll say. I'll go on from there. That's way, way too much detail there, Paul. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to point that out. Okay. So now Morgan, who I identify as hunk number six, he calls his girlfriend immediately and says, what are you wearing? You know? Yeah. And, but we assume girlfriend. Now, he has said he's girlfriend, and, and that he has a girlfriend and that he's engaged, but he's not very clear on that on the call. Right? True. True. And, um, and in today's age, you know, he could be talking to his girlfriend, quote, unquote. Yeah. Um, and that could be anybody. It could be his Instagram pal at this point. Yes. It could be. Uh, <laughs> in 1971, it had better be a girlfriend. That, or, that's yeah. True. So uh, Bigfoot has apparently made it into the house. No explanation. Although we do. Well, no, I take that back because we find out later that the door is open. Yeah, the front door. The front yeah. door is wide open. Um, so Bigfoot. Uh, Morgan is now clearly masturbating in the shower. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, because they spent like 12 minutes of him washing his balls. Yeah. <laughs> I think there must be a hardcore, a, a, a hardcore version of this where the camera doesn't stop just below his navel. Well, you know, before he got in the shower, he just feeled himself up in his oh, box, yeah. in, his, in his drawers his out front there. Yeah. And yeah. then he takes off his underwear, which you never even see his bare ass. They they show the top of the crack like one time. Well, they don't want to cross any lines. <laughs> <laughs> or have any lines come up into into view. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so there's Morgan. He is uh, let's see. Uh, now he would. He may not kill in animals, but he will apparently choke a chicken. So uh, <laughs> I've written this down here. Uh, Bigfoot is watching him closely. Mm-hmm. And uh, wait a minute. What about Morgan? We don't know what happened to Morgan. You're going to have to join us for part two of this on the Bigfoot versus DB Cooper on the next charming noise with the Turkish diplomats. <laughs> <laughs>